everyone. Happy Wicked Wednesday and welcome to Shivers. With Easter just passing us by, I wanted to take an opportunity to dive deep into this weird holiday, understanding the folklore behind the Easter Bunny and ties to religious holiday that most people celebrate. Traditionally, Easter has always been a Catholic holiday celebrating the resurrection of Jesus Christ after a 40-day Lenten period. Fat Tuesday or Mardi Gras marks the last day where you're allowed to eat and drink whatever you want, and then Lent begins, making you sacrifice something, typically junk food nowadays, that you can't have or do until Easter. You'll see many pastel colors during the Easter season to represent spring, but white is the main color associated with Easter itself, primarily due to Mother Mary and her innocence. In England and Germany, the month of April was called Eostermonath, after the Anglo-Saxon goddess of Eoster. A pagan festival of spring in the name of the goddess had become assimilated into the Christian celebration of the resurrection of Christ. Recent archaeological research appears to confirm the worship of Eoster in parts of England and Germany, with the hare as her main symbol. The Easter Bunny therefore seems to recall these pre-Christian celebrations of spring. Getting more into the Easter Bunny, there are a lot of folklore traditions tied with the Easter Bunny itself. So the rabbit or the hare has been a religiously affiliated animal since really the dawn of time. Many religions would sacrifice rabbits in rituals and others would honor and respect the rabbits. In ancient Greece, the hare became a symbol of love and lust with the goddess of love Aphrodite using the hair to represent love and her son Eros using the hair to represent lustful desires. This is why we see many texts depicting Mother Mary holding a white hair, which symbolizes her overcoming her sexual desires and remaining innocent. This is also why we see the white hair with magic, pulling a white rabbit out of a hat because we are pulling at some sort of mystical, magical creature that is all representing newness and mysticism. In early England and Germany, many folk traditions believed that the hare was a sacred animal and anyone who could catch one and eat it would have bountiful health. On Easter, these areas would go on a hare hunt or a rabbit hunt to find and catch a rabbit to have as their Easter meal. Folklore also said that witches would take the form of rabbits in the spring and would steal crops and poison cows, and the town would then decide to capture and eat or kill as many rabbits as they could to rid the town of witches and fill themselves with health. For Easter itself, the Germans would host Osterfuhr, or Easter Fire, a celebration in Germany involving a large outdoor bonfire meant to scare away witches. In Sweden, popular folklore states that at Easter, the witches all fly away on their broomsticks to feast and dance with the devil on the legendary island of Bakula in the Baltic Sea. The modern time Easter bunny that we know was first arrived in America in the 1700s with German immigrants who settled in Pennsylvania and transported their tradition of an egg-laying hare called Osterhaus, a magical rabbit representing all the good the animal was thought to bring to those who would come to town on Easter morning. <clears throat> and this magical rabbit would then give children and adults alike colorful eggs that it would say that it laid all around town. Children made nests for this creature to lay its colorful eggs 
and eventually the custom spread across the United States and the fabled rabbit's Easter morning delivery, de de deliveries <laughs> excuse me, expanded to include chocolate and other types of candy and gifts. And decorated baskets that we see today are what replace those old nests. Additionally, children left out carrots for the bunny in case he got hungry from all of his hopping and traveling. Outside of this idea of Easter eggs, the Easter egg that we know could also be linked to pagan traditions. The egg has always been a symbol of new life and is associated with pagan festivals celebrating spring. From a Christian perspective, Easter eggs are said to represent Jesus's emergence from the tomb and his resurrection. Decorating eggs for Easter is a tradition that dates back to the 13th century, and one explanation for this custom is that the eggs were formerly a forbidden food during Lent, so people would paint and decorate them to mark the end of the period of penance and fasting and eat them all on Easter as a celebration. Outside of that, what we kind of eat today is mostly candy, and that's what children's candy baskets and Easter baskets are filled with. And Easter is actually the second most prosperous time of year for candy companies, second to Halloween. In modern times, many people give up junk food or candy for Lent, so they reward themselves with candy on Easter Sunday. That's really the only true representation of candy. There's nothing, nothing too dark about candy. <laughs> Um, and the only other thing to really mention for the Easter celebration is the idea of giving people flowers. A lot of times you'll see mothers getting flowers on Easter Sunday. You'll give your grandma some flowers. And this is, from a big picture perspective, thought of as just giving someone flowers for spring, bringing newness into their life. But it's actually tied to Catholicism. White lilies in particular have always been a sign of purity and have become the Catholic faith symbol for newness of spring brought forth by the resurrection of Jesus. Flowers and eggs together represent female fertility and are often were often brought to women on Easter or on the first day of spring to bless them with luck on starting a family and thus creating new life for the new season. So that is all of the folklore traditions, interesting facts about Easter itself. Thank you so much for listening to today's Wicked Wednesday. If you're interested in hearing more folklore, if you're interested in hearing more scary stories, scary movies, please feel free to leave a comment on what you want to hear more of, what you like, what you don't like. And if you are interested in some of the old stuff that we had, talked about all the holidays so far. So go ahead and listen to some of those folklore traditions as well. For those of you interested in keeping the conversation going, be sure to join the Shivers Meetup page so you too can be part of all things spooky.